0: Hey there guys, welcome to another episode of The Job Pod, yeah, uh, by beginning to discover. My name's Sam Winwood. Uh, I'm going to try and be your host today. We're covering project management in technology, um, and to help us do that we've got an amazing guy called Jay, who is currently a project manager at Boola. For those of you that don't know who Boola are, they are a like massive and I mean massive technology company Um, and essentially but not the kind of Apple technology that you might think about or kind of Vodafone mobile technology this is more like kind of like food and mobility so they provide provide, uh, food technology uh, to like Nestle for example so Nestle will buy uh, a bit of their technology and they will then use that technology to produce chocolate I don't know like that as a, as an example that's kind of what they do uh, but Jay goes into more depth uh much far better than I just did. Um yeah this is really interesting. Jay's background is uh, civil engineering so uh we actually touch upon like his why he chose to go into technology over civil engineering etc what why he likes it and stuff like that the projects that he's actually managing as a project manager. I mean he's reducing carbon emissions for the whole company. It's mad like it's so so interesting and and above all this it like he gives such great advice for anybody who might actually be in limbo like and you know from kind of like taking your time not rushing and things like that like genuinely really really sound advice it's so raw and genuine so um give this a listen i really hope you enjoy it as much as i did i took so much away from this uh and even if you're not like kind of interested in technology but, but maybe interested in project management this is definitely definitely right for you um and i think to be fair anybody this is anybody that's in limbo should listen to this because the advice that he gives is just so great so listen to it give us your thoughts at the end and i hope you enjoy it cheers Hey Jay. Hi Sam, how are you doing? I'm very well, thanks, dude. How are you? How are you doing over in Switzerland? Very good, thank you. We have some beautiful
1: weather today, and and I'm our office is in eastern Switzerland, so we get a nice view of the mountains and, and the green hills over here. So it, life is pretty good.
0: Oh that sounds sweet, um, amazing. Well, thanks for joining me, dude. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know all about Begin to Discover what what it's trying to achieve and the Job Pod for, for uh, as, a, as a kind of icebreaker. Um, My nan has just walked into the room and she's quite innocently asked you, Jay, what do you do? Could you explain to me in 30 seconds what you do, please? (laughs) I can try. I I sometimes have problems answering this this question. (laughs) And Before I start,
1: this idea of beginning Discover and this um, gap between I have my education and this, and now I need to start a career in something else. um, If you can fill that gap with this podcast, I think it's a really cool idea. It's something that I think everyone one finds difficult. So, I I think the idea is really cool. Right, Um, addressing uh, Sam's nan. Um, I work for a technology provider that provides technology to the food, feed and mobility industry. Um, For this uh, company, uh, I am a project manager and I run two key projects um, for Bula. This This is my company, it's a Swiss company. The first project is I look at the sustainability of our projects and our machines and how we can make them more sustainable. And the second project is something called Generation B, which is an internal movement within our company, Bula, to uh, where people can create the company that the people want to work for. So we bring people together and they create the company that people want to work for, and I manage that uh, movement within
0: the company. Whoa, okay, sweet. So this seems super unique, but it's seriously interesting. So um I'm I'm so intrigued. Like, tell me how how on earth you came to, to fall into this.
1: It is a bit of a strange and, and convoluted story. Um, but I'll give it my best shot. My background is in civil engineering. Uh-huh. Um and I spent as an undergraduate a couple of years doing um civil engineering um which can be described in more detail as I did a lot of bridge design, which is just mechanics and material science. You have a train on a bridge, it's a raw iron girder and you have to make sure that that uh, beam doesn't collapse. So that was my, that was my background and my area of study. Mm -hmm. Um, But I felt that as much as I enjoyed the technical world and the technical complexity of civil engineering, um, I wanted to do more and I, I felt that I had a more to offer in, in different skill sets so I like technical but wanted to do whether it was interaction with customers or different stakeholders a bit more presentations communication sales in any format um, so I, I kind of got lucky at my university which was Loughborough in the UK there was a program called uh, Unitech which meant that I could not only do Erasmus but I could have a, an academic in an academic exchange in a another university but which is Erasmus but also an internship and in a corp with a corporate partner that funded the program and the whole experience was built around giving technical engineers soft skills and then you were a bit more suited to project management and hopefully um, with successful management also comes comes leadership uh, which is where I met Bula through that exchange program and i have worked Bula now for two and a half years I've thoroughly enjoyed it and in terms of this idea of well, I like technical but I wanted a bit more and I wanted to go into project management. Um, I didn't know at the time this is what I was looking for but I knew it was something like this and I, and I really uh, really enjoyed it.
0: That's that's so interesting. Had you heard of, about Bula before being introduced to them?
1: No which is um, Bula are what's called B2B so right. business to business so we provide as a business technology for other businesses for example Nestle Nestle are B2C, their products come from their business to consumers. So when Nestle want to buy technology that helps um, transform the raw materials such as grain into um, different foods, um, bread, pasta, coffee, chocolate, nuts, whatever that looks like, then they buy our technology. And often those B2B companies you don't tend to hear about as much as the B2C because no one, no consumers buy our brand, only businesses do
0: wow that's i'm so intrigued so why did you choose civil engineering in the first place mate over opposed to kind of mechanical or industrial etc
1: yeah i would i would love to say there was a a lot of thought process behind it um i think it was more when i was young my dad um gave me a train set and in that train set there were <laughs> there were bridges and that sparked my interest Fair. um but it, but as a general i guess blanket piece of advice that my sort of advice to on on this episode of of beginning discovery is probably going to be more focused about management Mm -hmm. um topics and people with technical skills and maybe that move to to tackling more things than than just technical um Mm -hmm. honestly i I think you could take nearly any engineering degree and and do what i do the important thing is the principles behind it um and you know what you learn by studying engineering principles and doing things from first principles, whether it's fluid dynamics, thermodynamics, aerodynamics, or something like that with aeronautical engineers, um, it's not one and the same. If you want to go into that background, you do need that technical competence. But in general, if you move out of your study field, like, like I've done, then having the technical background is um, it's really cool. It's it's really helpful.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that was another question that I was going to ask. Do you have to have come from an engineering background to do what you do now? Could you've gone it got into Bula a different way?
1: So I I joined Bula through their management yeah. trainee program, which is essentially a, a graduate program. That the terminology changes. I wanted a graduate program because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And generally, I understand graduate programs as you take management. Style talents and then or, or unpolished talents for sure. Yeah. Um, and then you you can rotate them through the company, give them a different experience, which lets them decide what they want to do. So within an engineering company, I thought this was great. I get to do projects. I get to see different projects. I get good exposure. So I'm going to do I'm going to do that. And they take people with engineering degrees, people with business degrees. That they take people in the words of our CTO that are going to change and transform the company. That's what we're looking for. And I also support now with a bit of recruitment in terms of looking back at Unitech, which is the network that I'm still part of. Mm -hmm. Um, So that said, you know, personally, I love working with engineers and I find it much, I think you can convert an engineer to understand the business principles far, far easier than a business guy to understand the engineers. You absolutely need business people, but engineers also need business vernacular because without business, you'll never monetize an innovation. You'll never, capture the full value out of your engineering design um so my my general bias is um if you get the choice between business and engineering or management and do the engineering because it's far easier to take those engineering that engineering principles and understanding and stick management or finance or something like that on top that is a bias i I know there are other people that would say other things and go (laughs) another way that's just it's just what i see and um, completely biased, in my
0: perspective. No, that, I, I understand that. That's fair enough. It's interesting because I come from a, a business background, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do what an engineer does for sure, man. But I guess it's it's just a different way of thinking, I suppose. And that brings you on to my next question about: Could you, what other routes could you have gone down from a kind of civil engineering degree point of view, if that makes sense? Yeah. So, I mean, so as a civil engineer,
1: um I'd say there's two obvious things that you do. You go and do a design consultancy. So you design bridges and you're technical. Yeah. And the reason why I stepped away from that was because I felt that I needed three to five years of just design work behind me to go and have people that that worked for me or, or go and do any sort of management or leadership or talk to customers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this was, you know, it, it wasn't from an arrogant point of view of I want to do that right now. It was more that the type of work I felt that I could do more management where I look at resources and I look at uh, other aspects. Um, So that's one aspect you can do with your civil engineering, Um, probably same with mechanical and aeronautical to be honest. The other aspect is going to a bigger company, which is contractors. So people that actually build stuff on site. And again, I'd say this is probably relatively similar for aeronautical and mechanical and, and other engineering disciplines, which is you either design and you're a designer and you need three to five years of design experience before you start leading bigger teams and looking into other things or you basically take your understanding of this industry and go and manage projects but within that industry so someone's building a building and you need to help get it done so you know whether that's resource planning of the builders or whether that's logistics or uh, little bits of design work for the contractor on site Mm -hmm. and that's probably the only area of unknown for me I, i stepped into unitech and ended up at Bula, which a technology provider for food feed and um, advanced material industries which is really interesting one one area i never touched just because of luck and the way the path worked out was okay this kind of style of work more project management but in the field of my discipline uh, which is civil engineering but Mm -hmm. saying that you know that's what diversity is it's you know and it does help it gives me a new perspective i know i know nothing about proteins and looking at it from a complete beginner perspective does give us advantages. So there are other routes and there are advantages and disadvantages of both.
0: That's so interesting.
1: The key addition that I would add and maybe one piece of of uh,
0: advice that I could give in, in this bit is
1: yeah. if you're wondering about what you want to do, one cool exercise is to write out what does a perfect day look like kind of thing.
0: Mm. Not
1: you know something that you do four days out of five. And in that, you know, um, you can put in what time do you get up, what time do you eat, how do you get to work, what country are you in? Are you in another country? Do you want to learn another language? But then, you know, how much of your day is sitting down in technical details or sitting down planning, or how much of it is maybe mentoring other students and people? How much of is it in meetings with with other people? And you know, an obvious one is if if you want to spend 90% of your day not in meetings and not talking to people then go and do something technical phd or, or work as a consultant doing design yeah. but if you want to spend 50 percent of your time in meetings interacting with people working out their perspective putting it with yours driving these things forward then you're probably a bit more suited to, to project management Fair and enough. that's a useful
0: exercise definitely for sure so why um, this is more about your personal preferences now but why do you continue to do it I think it's a a really key
1: question, um, especially for uh, newer uh, generations. Not just mine, maybe a little bit older, but the the new generations coming in. You know, we see this world of of, of Instagram, and you can, can you can instantly compare what you're doing to to everyone else. LinkedIn, etc. So I think purpose has never been more important. And the reason that I love what I do and I continue to work for this company in particular, is that they have, um, they not only have a a good sense of purpose, but they really carefully articulate a sense of purpose. So, um, you know, 2 billion people per day are fed um, with um, food that comes off of Bula technology. 1 billion people per day are moved um, by parts that are die-casted or, something like that on, on Bula technology. Whoa. We have a responsibility um, to feed and move the world within the planetary boundaries. And that is the Bula high level purpose. But within that, um, we all have our individual jobs. And mm. for me in, in particular, it's, um, let's just take this, the, the CO2e analysis project because um, it's an easier, more tangible example. Mm-hmm. My job is to look at the, the carbon dioxide equivalent, so essentially the, the CO2 emissions, in the full value chain, so from extracting raw materials to you know consumer use and, and getting rid of this product or whatever it is at the end of it, looking at the carbon hotspots, working out where we can achieve our, our company goals to reduce energy waste and water by 50%, because unless we do that, we won't live within the planetary boundaries, um, which is feeding and moving people on a planet that we can sustain you know indefinitely Um, and that is that is why um, I stick to what I do I I not only enjoy the my perfect I have my perfect day I I spend some time in meetings and and some time in these types of meetings mentoring people and helping people and also I, I get my help and we transfer ideas but I also spend some time on my own thinking about strategy and Planning and how is this going to work, etc. But I I also feel a great sense of purpose working with this company and with the job that I have. Um, so one of one of the pieces of advice that that I would also give here, sort of just spreading them out, yeah. is um, you know I was quite lucky with Unitech to um, have a pool of fifteen to twenty companies that invested in this program, and I could sort of look at these companies and think, okay, well I I have a little bit of an advantage here because they know Unitech, I have these skill sets from Unitech, and I can I can go to these companies, but most people there's 90 students per year, right, that do UniTech across Europe. So most of you listening won't have done UniTech. So what do you do? Um, one thing I thought about and would look at is you you need to narrow this pool of companies. My advice uh, to companies with a great sense of purpose that are trying to achieve something that's worth doing, and the way one way you could do that is is you could take a look at the companies um, that really invest in their people. Um, so one would be look at the One Young World network. Mm-hmm. Look at the companies that send ambassadors to the One Young World conference and are part of that network. Look at the World Business Council for Sustainable Development. Maybe even look at the WEF, the World Economic Forum. Look at the companies that are part of, in particular, the, I think the World Business Council for Sustainable Development is an interesting one. It's about 200 companies, so that will cover a, a lot of you. Um, take a look at the companies there that are participating in these types of programs. They're probably forward thinking and thinking about this sense of purpose. And that's a, that's a good initial screening to think about where you want to go and what you want to do and, and help find this sense of purpose in in the work that you do going forwards.
0: Definitely. So how, so which, so which role would you pick if you've, if you've come out of university, you've got a civil engineering degree, for example, you want to work in tech. Like how do you, like you 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 kind of figured out that you wanted to do project management slightly further down the line but and it's great that you have done now but like what other roles would there be for somebody coming out of uni um so i would probably well the thing i've
1: done is i wouldn't call it civil engineering i'd just call it engineering degree um because the civil part is so irrelevant now yeah don't get me wrong i love doing civil and i love the experience i had in civil engineering but now it's completely irrelevant it's just kind of engineering principles yeah um and then you know within project management um there's kind of project manager is a very broad term and that could mean nearly anything Mm. um for example i had experience in um internet of things product development so we make big heavy machines for example that mm. grind flour but if you take a little sensor and put it on the machine and look at the data analytics then you might be looking at um, product development which is another cool kind of management style role yeah. um, for a sensor so i've i've tried that that was wow. quite good fun um, you can look at innovation uh, one of the pieces of advice that i that i have in terms of giving on is if if you really don't know what to do and you're not interested in working with a big company or you're still unsure, go and build something like a startup or a non-profit um, because that's another way to just show that initiative and drive and you'll learn so much just by trying to build something from scratch. The chances are like most startups which 90% fail, you'll probably also fail but what you learn will be be really cool. So that's uh, another avenue that you could explore. The main thing for me and If I was going to advise people to follow the the path that I took is graduate programs in companies, a really interesting way to just, I don't know what I want to do, but it's this field interests me and I want some time rotating and just understanding it further. Um, Because even I don't know what I want to do in the future. I just know where I want to work, who I want to work for, and I will look at the opportunities that, that come up in front of me
0: absolutely do you have to have had uh, do you have to graduate do you have to have a degree to work at a place like bula uh
1: no but it helps and yeah. this was one of the other things that i've i put down as as advice is um don't rush um lots Sorry. of people i see come out three years bachelor degree four years master's degree 21 22. you know i'm i'm two years within bula and I'm 27, turning 28, and I graduated at the age of 25. I, I spent a year in Australia playing cricket. I spent a year working as a as a design consultant when I was an undergraduate. I um, spent a summer doing some research. I had an internship at Avonik, a, a chemicals company in, in HR. I had an internship at Bula before I joined the graduate program. Wow. Um, I I done a lot to just to just give myself some time to be competitive. With, with other people that had built startups, that had run ecosystems and said, no, I want to be on this graduate program. And I sit at their level with this experience and this degree. Yeah. Um, so yes, you, know, you can always find your way without a degree. There are some incredibly resourceful people that you don't need this piece of paper to say what you're doing, but it helps. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but the experience that goes with it particularly the master's experience there was a lot just spending another year looking at these topics reading books listening to these types of podcasts just think long term um don't worry if your friends have already got a job and they are getting paid a bit more just take a little bit of extra time to get try and take this internship take that internship connect with people and just think about what this will do to your long-term experience don't think about getting the nearest job you can out of
0: university definitely that's 100 percent true and I completely agree with you um okay I, I guess I've got my last two questions is who would this be ideal for um, this would be ideal for
1: anyone studying an engineering or technical degree that doesn't want to do the technical details only wants to go into More than that, whether it's other disciplines, sales, stakeholder management, project management, planning, whatever that is, Um, and also people that want to move outside their field of expertise. I'll also say anyone that's interested in joining a graduate program.
0: Fab, brilliant. Um, And my final question is, would you do anything differently? What advice would you give your younger self? because you've given so much great advice already <laughs>
1: <laughs> um okay so the, the two things that I would stress uh, or I would I would really really think about um is do think long term it's incredibly difficult to do and I feel like it's something that I do now but definitely when you're younger um and when you think long term then you, then you think differently we're, we're a company that's run by the Bula family. We're 100% family owned. So we, we get to have this long-term output. We don't have shareholders. Um, and it, it just gives us a, a huge advantage. Um, and and do the same thing um, as you're thinking about your careers and the experience you build, because it pays dividends in the long run. Um, when you know that you've experienced one or two things before you come to your f- full-time job, um, But thinking long-term goes for everything, the skills that you want to acquire, the types of books that you read, even the types of adventures that you want to go on. Um, You know, we we focus on careers, but um, two key um, parts of my character, the adventures and the sports that I've done. So um, one was a a long bike ride from my house in in North London to Sicily. Um, We cycled for um, 38 days. Um, We had a tent, and two pannier bags and, and two teddy bears on the back of my bike. And I went with my best mate and we cycled over uh, 38 days, you know, across to France, Belgium, Germany, Italy, uh, Switzerland, Italy, and across to Sicily. Um, and you know, that experience is part of who I am and part of who I am is who I am at work. It's not just my engineering degree. Mm. Um, and then the other piece of advice I was going to give is don't waste time. Um, you know, I, do you sit down every now and then and, and watch a Netflix series to chill out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, really think about how you spend your time. And I and I would consider um, pints in the pub with your mates, not wasting time. You know, you, you're out there and you're living and you're meeting <laughs> sure. people and you're building relationships. Um, yeah. It, it, uh, was it last year? I did my um, my first Ironman. No man. Um, have never done man. one before. It was, it was an experience. Yeah. Um, especially. um two hours into a marathon um, after a thunderstorm when you were knackered uh learned a lot about myself wow but that experience taught me how valuable time was because i'd come home from work and then i'd train and then the weekends i had to kind of fit in like a six hour bike ride and then socialize and then sort of get some time to myself um but that really taught me that time is so so valuable um so find a way to spend it as, as best that you possibly can um whether that's books sport adventures how you spend your work how you spend your time yeah. with people um yeah i think they're
0: the, they're the two things that i would tell my my previous self oh amazing that's really good advice um well dude thank you so much uh, i think i've got everything here i think that's a super chat do you have anything else to add no apart from um
1: good luck for anyone that's listening to this, thinking about. Um, what they're going to do um, next. It's uh, not something where you'll ever know the right answer. So don't try and build something that's perfect Mm. um, because it never will be. Build something where you kind of have some principles of how you make this decision. Go for it, jump in, learn, get stuff wrong, get stuff right it yeah along the way and and keep going because no one really knows what they're doing and if they tell you that they do then i I think they're lying so
0: (laughs) i agree with you (laughs) oh man well thank you so much um i really really appreciate it that's been wicked thanks again thanks so much for tuning into that guys that was jay from Bula talking to us about project management and what it's like to become one and you know his best advice for anybody who's just coming out of education uh I hope you, I think I you probably, if you've come this far, you've definitely enjoyed it as much as I have. It's unbelievable. Um, all the advice and tips and descriptions and all the kind of uh, organizations that he's recommended checking out will be in the description uh, in the podcast and on the website. Uh, if you have any questions, drop me a note. It's sam at com. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, do all that liking, sharing, subscribing, please. That would be great. Uh, and just pass this on to your friends who, you know, might be in limbo and might uh, just need a bit of a kind of helping hand. Hopefully this can help. Cheers.